welcome to follow a Latter-day Saint scripture poetry podcast. My name is Mary Jane Rice. Thank you for joining me today. The reading this week is Matthew chapter 27, Mark chapter 15, Luke chapter 23, and John chapter 19. The poem I'm sharing today was inspired by the story of Joseph of Arimathea taking Jesus's body to place in a tomb as recorded in Matthew chapter 27, verses 57 through 60. If you'd like to read along, you can find this poem on my website at maryjanerice.com. Let's begin. Joseph of Arimathea From behind the cross I pounded out nails, protruding through wood till loose enough to pull free, while others in front supported him against further tears to hands and feet. We lowered him slowly like a child from a great height, swaddled him in linen, laid him on a makeshift cot. I looked to his mother. She nodded. We lifted and carried him one last lonely mile, our backs to Jerusalem, dust clouds rising in puffs behind us from the soles of our feet. This poem was inspired by my wondering how Jesus' body was retrieved from the cross. It's possible that instead of lowering Jesus down, the entire cross itself was lowered, which makes the most sense in my mind, assuming that crosses weren't permanent structures. In some Christian religions, particularly Catholic, Anglican, and Lutheran, Jesus' last hours are depicted in carvings or paintings, representing what they call the 14 stations of the cross. The 13th station represents Jesus being lowered from the cross, which is how I chose to depict the event in this poem after I had viewed some of these artworks. Another inspiration for this was an account by Anne Catherine Emmerich describing a vision she says she had. She described every detail of how they placed the ladders, removed nails, and used strips of linen to lower Jesus into the arms of someone waiting to receive him below. What I liked about this description was how somber and quiet it was and how carefully she described each action being performed. I can imagine that his friends and family, especially his mother, were exhausted with grief, but they carried out each detail to make sure that Jesus' body was treated with gentleness and respect. It reminds me of how family members even today would often will often assist in dressing a loved one for interment. I'll include a link to the vision account in the show notes if you're interested in checking it out. Another image I chose to consciously include was the puffs of dust rising from the soles of the disciples' feet. I drew this image from the concept described in Matthew chapter 10, verse 14, where Jesus instructs the apostles before he sends them on their missions. He says, And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words, when ye depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. I'm not exactly sure when, how, or why they might have done this. I assume it referred to an already known cultural practice that represents something like washing one's hands of responsibility for something or for somebody who had been warned. But in this case, I think the image works in naturally. 
those who took Jesus's body were not consciously shaking off the dust of Jerusalem, but rather it was a natural consequence of the circumstances. And the later destruction of Jerusalem would also be a natural consequence of the decisions the leaders had made on behalf of the city. I think the image fits well with the somber mood that I was trying to convey. One thing to remember when reading poetry is that there is such a thing as poetic license. We not only should not assume that a poem depicts actual events as they happened, but we shouldn't assume that the author is confessing their personal feelings unless they've otherwise indicated that that's so. Just as with fiction, poetry will sometimes convey a point of view different from the author's or will rearrange events the same way a painter will rearrange figures to make them more appealing or impactful within the artwork. Something doesn't have to be 100% accurate to reality to still convey truth, and acknowledging such differences or inaccuracies doesn't destroy the value of a work, but I think they're fun to explore and talk about. Now I'll read the poem for you again. Joseph of Arimathea. From behind the cross, I pounded out nails protruding through wood till loose enough to pull free, while others in front supported him against further tears to hands and feet. We lowered him slowly, like a child from a great height, swaddled him in linen, laid him on a makeshift cot. I looked to his mother. She nodded. We lifted and carried him one last lonely mile, our backs to Jerusalem, dust clouds rising in puffs behind us from the soles of our feet. That's all for today. You can find more of my poetry at facebook.com slash Latter-day Saint Poetry or visit maryjanerice.com. That's M-E-R-R-I-J-A-N-E rice.com. My contact information is in the show notes along with a link to Anne Catherine Emmerich's vision of the 14th Station of the Cross. Thank you for listening. May your time spent in the scriptures this week be rewarding.